What's up, guys? We're back. It is time for that global warning shit that you've been so missing for. It's been months, dude, that we since we've done this podcast. Hiatus is over. People are back. Well, J. Rai Rai is back. She's the only one that can tolerate my nonsense. <laughs> Everyone else is like, I'm not podcasting. Too much. That guy, I'm fucking mad. <laughs> It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> they'll be missing out on all of the excitement. Um, don't forget to uh, subscribe, you guys. Hit us up on the Cash App, Ponsai V3TV UK. New Instagram account, just a general one. You still have, I think the Global Warning Podcast Instagram still exists, even though my co host over there did. Um, yeah, look at that look on her face. That <laughs> fuck and all with the podcast, the uh, website. But I'm just not getting a lot of shit. All right, Vivian. Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> so hit us up at v3tv uk that's the new instagram uh, i think those other instagram accounts as well as the facebook stuff was all shadow banned for various reasons so we have to start fresh new youtube channel i don't have any idea what the youtube channel link is just go to v3tv.uk and you'll get the videos from youtube and you can go to youtube and subscribe and all that cool stuff so um <laughs> we've been in lockdown for a year now it's been a year and I've eaten so much takeaway food and more than I've ever consumed in my life, consumed more TV than I've ever consumed in the last year than I've consumed in the last 10. Mm. Um, and I've been reading a lot, which is, which has been great. And I was coming, I come across, I do a different pod with, um, with Uwe, a guy from Uwe Eats and he, reviews food and all this stuff and it amazes me how many people have food fetishes and all kinds of just random stuff that i would never think about now the reason i bring this up is that was you have a food fetish i get it or feed <laughs> well yeah there's that but uh, uh, you know um I was reading something online and I wish I could remember where it was, but it was about this Chinese takeaway up in Yorkshire and the owner of the business abuses just eat reviewers who leave her bad reviews. Good for you. You know what? If your product's good, it depends. If your product's good, good for you. You got to fight back. The customer is not always right, but sometimes it's like that Gordon Ramsay kitchen nightmares sometimes a bit of humility if you shit if you shit you know look. exactly it's um it reminds me of this scene in this movie called mall rats where ben affleck is talking to this guy and he's he's like hey man haven't you ever heard the phrase the customer is always right and affleck says let me tell you something buddy the customer is always an asshole <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, true exactly but this woman responds just brutally and to be fair from the ones that i saw made sense because it was like one lady said something to the effect of you know there, there was no meat on this that or the other and she's like you're just an fine. idiot you order <laughs> she's like you ordered a vegan pizza what are you talking about you know like just people just leaving shit reviews just for the sake of leaving a shit review yeah and, you know and and there were others where you know well this was that and this is that and she's just going in uh, she's going in almost like there's a restaurant somewhere in the states i think where 
you go there and the wait staff intentionally treat you like trash. They intentionally insult you. They That's intentionally amazing. give you bad service. And people want that. And I know there's a fetish for people that want, like uh, men at least, that want a, a woman to abuse them verbally. They want to be verbally abused. So these things exist. And mm. then I started thinking, that's so weird that somebody would want that. And then I started reading about this woman's Chinese takeaway. And I'm thinking, I want to eat there just to give an honest, crappy review and see how she lays into me. Yeah. <laughs> so, what does she have? <laughs> um, I wish I could remember what it was called, but I don't. And I... Was good. I fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I have to try and find it just so I can see what's happening. But um, we go up to Yorkshire. We're gonna get a takeaway. Yeah, can we get this delivered to my car? I'm parked right <laughs> outside. <laughs> just imagine, and then we like throw it at the window. This is what we think. This, this is what we think of you, feared. Sucks. And she's like, "You're an idiot. Who eats in their car anyway? <laughs> you don't know anything about Chinese food, you son of a bitch." <laughs> um, well, global warning. What's uh, what's at stake today? Um, free speech is at stake. Free speech has always been on the chopping block. It seems like cancel culture. In my opinion is. Is, is, is always on the prowl for its next victim to consume. And um, I don't know how many weeks ago it was, but Piers Morgan has been uh, the victim or the latest statistic of cancel culture to an extent. I don't know if he was fired or if he quit or what happened with him. But apparently, as you may or may not know, he had made some comments about the Meghan Markle, Oprah Winfrey interview, which I've still not seen. But um, yeah, just say. Yeah, still not seen it. Don't really care. But hmm. um, and nobody knows what was said and in what context, except for them. It all seems a bit weird to me. But everyone knows Piers Morgan has got a he's got a mouth on him. Mm-mm. He's definitely going to say what he wants to say. And that's fine. And um, so he's left Good Morning Britain. Is that the name of the show that he was on? Yeah, I think that's that. Yeah. And, you know, that's fine. Good for him. He's going to probably go on to do other big things. He's going to have his own show. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I I don't know why he doesn't, you know. I thought he did at one point. But I mean, the fact is, he's like done a lot of stuff in America as well. Like, wasn't he like, a really good friend to like Trump as well. It's just like a weird affiliation. Was he? So you can't, yeah, to like, you know, to foster that. It was strange. Yeah. They had some bromance going on, which is kind of gross. I had no idea. No idea. Um, I know he was doing interviews on Netflix. He has an, an interview program or something like that. I saw something where he was interviewing people in prisons. Yeah, serial killers. Yeah, which I thought mm. was interesting just because I'm into that prison stuff, because I like to I like to know that there's these crazies out there and where they are. So <laughs> <that> <laughs> if I ever yeah. see them, I'm like, oh, I know you. And just get the yeah. hell away from them. You're not going to get me if I can recognize you from episode three. <laughs> you know? yeah. or, or you know what, what you are potentially in for if you're messing up in real life, that you're going to be locked up with somebody like this yeah yeah it's just like just to remind you yeah <laughs> like, 
keep your shit together. Exactly. <laughs> Are you sure this is what you want to do? Because yeah. you're going to be yeah. locked up with sling blade over here. And mm. um, you're, you're, you're asking for trouble. But um, Sharon Osborne, Ozzy Osborne's wife, is a was a co-host on the show called The Talk in the in the United States. And she's basically went on the show and, and this was a subsequent to the interview and Pierce's comments. And she's like, hey, he's a friend of mine. I stand by, you know, him. I don't know if she necessarily uh, stood up for what he said. I don't even know exactly what it was he said, other than the fact that he didn't believe what she said, Meghan Markle. Mm. But um. Yeah, he was like, she's like, yeah, I stand by what he said. He's a friend of mine, yada, yada, yada. And then there's a woman on the show named Cheryl Underwood, who's a comedian, who's a black woman, who took exception to her standing by her friend, basically. Mm. So you have Sharon saying, I'm not a racist. Just because my friend is a racist, is perceived as a racist, that doesn't make me the same. And yeah. I don't even know. And she asked her, what did he say that was racist? Yeah, I, I I haven't heard much about this, but I didn't think that was the issue here. No. Yeah. So she's been was in the in the process of being canceled by CBS, which is the mm. network that the show was on, which Pierce is calling the cowardly broadcasting system, <laughs> apparently. Mm. But she's 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 at what point do we not have any right to say anything now or do we just start start, i mean i think i think personally we should understand that we shouldn't say certain things which might spark controversy on air just period i mean if you're Mm. in a big position like that you need to be very mindful of what you say when mics are on yeah people are just thirsty to cancel people I reckon Piers Morgan and Sharon Osbourne are going to have their own show. That's how I would see it. I'd be like, boom. <laughs> well, I was going to be like, let's put those racists together. No, I mean, I, this is the thing. I mean, I didn't watch the interview. I don't know exactly what Piers Morgan said, but from what I heard about the interview, I just, I'm sorry. I'm obviously, I have got nothing to lose, you know, what, like two fans or something. Um, <laughs> but I, don't think from what Meghan Markle said, like for example, talking about the speculation about how dark Archie's skin would be beforehand. Mm. Uh, somebody mentioned that. Actually, did you see that really funny video that was going around? I don't know if you saw it. It's like, who is the royal racist? <laughs> and they had all these like pictures. It's like, oh, is it Prince William? Is it Kate? Um, Prince Andrew, the Queen, and then Prince Harry dressed up in a Nazi outfit. Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, ironic, isn't it? But I'm sorry, okay? Um, that is very normal speculation. It doesn't matter if you're part of the royal family or just like a normal family. Even if it's not the color of someone's skin, you'd be like, mm, I wonder what the color of their eyes is going to be, like looking at the parents or something. But I think I talked to a friend. He was like, Jenny, you got to watch, you got to watch. Because they were saying it was more the insinuation of like, oh, like, if how dark the skin was and then that was going to cause a problem or something mm. and i just i don't know enough to comment but i don't really feel it would be that much of an issue i'm sorry i don't even think like megan markle was like she's not that she's the same color as me yeah. <laughs> yeah. you're like you're not that black honey like no. relax 
um and it's just a bit i just find it so ironic they're like oh my god like oh the media is so invasive but no we're gonna leave england so we can do away with them and then it's like oprah what time you free i mean it's like (laughs) i i read a very good article and they were saying the the public globally should be like please protect us from Meghan and Prince Harry. Mm. <laughs> That's crazy. I don't, I mean, it is all based in the context of, of how the question was asked. Because yeah. I, I would I would be asked this potentially, I don't know if I would be, but I would potentially be asked the same question if I were having a kid, say with you, for example. Be like, oh, yeah. I wonder how dark skin going to be. Because she's kind of got a little melanin in her and, you know, and you're dark. Not right now, but... You know? <laughs> but that, that might be a question that might be asked. Yeah, and I don't think that's racist. No, and again, it's it's how... You don't know the... the You don't know the energy with the question. How the yeah, question true, because it's like, depending how dark there's going to... You know, they're going to be... It's going to be problems. And what kind of problems? I don't understand. What are they going to do? They're going to use, like, skin lightening products on the child, like, day in, day um... out. I mean... There's no skin lightening products available. Everybody over in uh, other countries in Africa have already just just ran through this the global supply. I know a, <laughs> I know a girl. Um, she's Nigerian. She's your complexion. Yeah. She she came on a podcast at the at my old house, and I was like, God, how are you so light skinned? Like mm. you're black, but like you her skin have been lightened like big time and that's a big thing yeah like big time like there's a baseball player sammy sosa um i think he's dominican and he Mm. was darker than me like and he was a well-known like it was and he played baseball and he was well known for being in this home run battle with a guy named mark mcguire back in the 90s so he was known all over the country everybody knew who this guy was yeah now he looks like you uh, I mean, even Beyonce, if you look at her from Destiny's Child compared to now, she is definitely lighter. I yeah. mean, obviously, I'm just seeing pictures, you know, I haven't seen her in real life, but oh, it's just sad. It's very sad that people feel that pressure. Um, but even people who are like already naturally very light skinned, like in China, like my friend's actually in Japan at the moment, and she's just, um, she's of Indian origin, British Asian, and she's gone over there and she's like, I can't find a moisturizer that hasn't got skin lightening quality. <laughs> really? Yeah, well, she's managed to find one now, but it's just like, that's slightly worrying. Yeah, it was a bit of a search for that one. That's crazy. So, I know, right? It's just I, like, man, what's going on? I can't imagine hating your skin so much that you would want to lighten all of it. I could see like you got a scar or something like that, but to want mm. to just completely erase what you look like. And I know I see it a lot in, in celebrity. Sports. I was just even like Michael Jackson. <laughs> yeah. You see it, you see it a lot. Well, he hated himself. He hated yeah. that he was black and he had all these fake ass kids with this woman that, you know, those aren't his kids. I don't even understand why they even still say that this is, Michael Jackson's daughter and this, that, and the other, and she was the uh, the the result of a sperm donation to the woman. Yeah, because Michael Jackson was black, and you don't have white kids when you're black. You just mm. don't. You don't. So, but yeah, I mean, I don't. I don't know what context it was said. I don't really follow them. But Sharon got paid. Let's just put it that way. Okay. Um, Sharon yeah. got paid. Sharon is walking out of 
the negotiations singing. Yes, yeah, she, true. She's gonna get like five to ten million minimum after wow. leaving the show. Yeah, she was on there for eleven years. Yeah, because actually, I didn't even think about it like that. But these people are in the spotlight. You would like to think, give them some credit. They know what they're doing. They know what they're going to say and the repercussions out of it. And she would have to weigh weigh up the advantages. So maybe she's like, fuck this show. I'm tired now. I'm going to go on a bang. I'm going to get paid. See ya. Because how old is she now? She's probably like... 68. Fuck no, man. She's probably like 74 at least. Yeah. Well, yeah. She says she's 68. So yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. She says she's 68. And all that plastic surgery and like whatever. <laughs> so yeah, she's like, I just want to retire. I just want to be on my rocking chair. <laughs> Hang out with Oswald. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, so she was born in 52 in Brixton. Wow. Okay. So she'll turn 69 in October. And, um, yeah. So, I mean, what does it says? Declares, blah, blah, blah. I don't care about that. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it gets to a point. Where, I mean, she loved the show, I'm sure. But when you're on a show like that, your every word is going to be dissected. It seems yeah. like you, and I mean, but that's the thing of the show. The show was supposed, it was called The Talk. It was about mm. having opinions and discussing them. And yeah, I've, I've, I, I, I can kind of understand where people are coming from just a small bit if what Piers Morgan had said was outwardly just blatantly racist. Mm. Then if you're like, well, that's my friend and I support him, even though he might have some effed up views, then OK, I get it. But because I had a friend, I wouldn't call him a friend, but I knew a guy that I used to work with that ended up being a full-on racist right oh and i yeah. didn't even know this at the time he never you know we worked together we used to be bouncers at this club in detroit what and color was he he what was is his race? As white as white can be red hair you know <laughs> he was he was the far far end of that spectrum all right and, <laughs> and um i was commenting on something he said on i think a friend of ours that we used to work with on his mm. post on facebook he said something and i commented on what he said in a joking manner but he didn't know it was me and he just went into this racist tirade saying all this shit to me and i was just like okay and and i and he still didn't know who i was i mean he did but he didn't I don't know. Yes. They didn't recognize that it was me because we weren't friends on Facebook. I don't really know the guy past work from you know the late 90s or whatever. But um I said uh I remember I remember the he was he was always fighting people. He was a problem. You know, he would get banned from our place that we worked at. He wouldn't be allowed to come <laughs> hang out there. Problematic when he yeah, went there. He <laughs> was fucking a problem. Like the you know, he couldn't come. And he was fighting like eight guys in the street one night, you know, like properly fighting them. And then anyway, so I said to him in the comments, I'm like, that night you were fighting all those guys. I should have left the door shut and left you out there to get your ass kicked because we, we we couldn't let them in. Because yeah. it's like, you know, you're, you're fighting. You can't bring that shit into the bar. And then it got to a point where he's trapped in between the door and like four guys. We had to open the door and 
somewhat save him. So I'm like, they I should have let him stomp your ears together. And that was the last I commented on it. Mm. And then the guy whose post it was is like, whoa, chill out. You know, that's, you know, so-and-so. Don't you remember working? Blah, blah, blah. And I never went back to the, to the, to the thread. Yeah. yeah I didn't give a shit. I'm like, I don't care. Mm. And then, um, but for a few months afterwards, the friend that I saw the post, he was still friends with him. I'm like, I can't fuck with you if you're still fucking with that guy. Then I can understand where you could say, I have a problem with you for being friends with somebody because of something that they said when mm. it's that overtly just wild. Like if you're saying some total wild, like racist stuff, even if it's not racist, whatever it is, if it's that extreme, then yeah, you need to separate yourself from that person because now you're in association with somebody that is just mm. clearly a problem. But yeah. this, I didn't see it to be as big a deal. But they're, they're, they will definitely cancel Sharon for this. If she decided to stay on, they were going to... She was receiving, like, death threats. What? Yeah, death threats for what she said. You know, I stand by my friend. And um, and I understand that we're in a very... Especially in America, it's a very volatile time right now. Especially with the, the Donald Trump having just left office. And, you know, and all the stuff that's still really popping off back there. But... Yeah, free, free speech has been under attack for a long time. It's been under attack for a long time. And it's under attack under all these different sectors. So it's like, I can't say anything about race, that's gonna get me canceled. I can't say anything about gender equality, that's gonna get you canceled. I can't say anything about, you know, LGBTQ, all that stuff's gonna get you canceled. Mm. Um, and it's just, it's a problem to me. I don't understand why we feel the need to give everybody power with their opinion. It's okay yeah. to have your opinion, but why do you mm. have to have so much power? Where does well, it end? I agree. There's like two things I want to raise. Um, one was an example of a judge, a female judge in this country. And she, I don't, quite remember the ins and outs of this case but she was in the newspaper and she was um being obliterated really because she said she had been presiding over a case i i think it um involved a woman something had happened to a woman while she was drunk all right i think she was actually maybe sexually assaulted so the judge said women need to be very careful like for example they should they need to make sure they don't drink too much because they make themselves vulnerable. And I thought to myself, what the fuck is wrong with that comment? That is, it's not even just women, it's people in general. It doesn't matter if you're a man, you, you could be drunk off your head, somebody could take advantage of you, they could mug you. So I didn't think and it wasn't from what I remember, it wasn't the judge victim you know blaming the victim like oh you got drunk so you were asking for it. it wasn't that at all it was just something saying kind of like it's true it's so true even like when i'm drinking with friends you know i'm like yeah i don't want to be like drinking and throwing up on the floor you know <laughs> just like not remembering what happened the next day and stuff and like oh i'm sorry <laughs> i said all these things so you just i i found that I, the context was that i thought it was very sensible advice just generally but it just seemed to be completely um, taken in the wrong light. And then she was presented as just kind of like being um, not 
empathetic towards women and all this, even though she is a woman herself. But I just felt the general message was that anybody drinks, you're vulnerable. And I thought that was good advice. Um, and then the second thing is actually something we discussed on a pod. Um, so it was regarding that actor, the one who's, he was in that film, um, is in the new film. Is it Hamilton? Is it Hamilton or something like that? I don't know. You know, the one who was in that film, the English actor, and he's in that film like, um, it's not Get Me Out. What's it called? You know, the one where... Um, Get Out. Get Out. <laughs> yes. So I think we were talking about him in regards to this new film that he's in where he plays um, the character of somebody who was very, um, I don't think it's Hamilton, sorry, I can't remember anything, um, who was at the forefront of like civil rights, something like that. And it was interesting because pe- people on the podcast then, they were saying in his interviews, you know, he wasn't really coming across, and like in, in previous interviews, he said like, I don't want to discuss race. I've never had any problems. Um, I've never, and I thought, for me, I just thought to myself, I can understand why people would want an actor, for example, to kind of resonate with such a kind of inspirational character. I get that. But at the end of the day, they're an actor, right? So obviously it would be lovely if they could, you know, they're in alignment with that character's values and stuff. But I don't feel that's a necessary part of it. They're an actor. You could say, it's like, for example, oh, um, only transsexual actors should play transsexual people. <laughs> Wait, it's called acting. Exactly. It's called acting. <laughs> so for me, I found that quite interesting. And then I think it, it brings, you know, brings it back to this whole argument of like, how much gravitas do you give to the weight of, you know, certain celebrities? Because they're not... That's not what they're leading with. They're leading with like, this is my talent. I'm a singer. I'm an actor. And th- therefore they're not going to be this amazing role model necessarily for, you know, in their personal lives. They're not going to have, they're not always going to be saying the right thing. And I don't think, unless it's like outrageously and like kind of like unquestionably immoral, then fine. But otherwise, exactly. I just feel, why are we putting such such emphasis on their opinions. Um, I mean, for example, it's like, if you want to talk about rights, get somebody who's like maybe a human rights lawyer or something, somebody's like educated in the field. Otherwise, you know, a celebrity's a celebrity. Like, I, why? Like, why does it matter so much? Yeah, because well, what, what, why it matters is because we we hold them aloft. So, but this so, is where we're fucked up as well, a society. Yeah. Well, look who they voted as president. So, <laughs> I mean, they they hold these people in high regard. You know, whether yeah. they be musicians or 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 actors or whatever, they see them on TV, and they see them on TV every night or every week or whenever their show comes on, and they've been watching their career for the last 10, 20, 30, 40 years, and they feel they know them. Right. Yeah. I, I know you. I've seen your interviews on, uh, you know, whatever the talk show or Graham Norton or whatever. And, um, you know, they they feel this connection. I listen to your music. I mean, when you sang that song, it really felt, you know, it made me feel a way. So they've built this connection. And somebody said something on a show I was watching 
I think it was Demi Lovato's Joe Rogan podcast. And he was talking about when she first noticed that she or realized that she was a celebrity. And it's like people know who you are before you know who they are mm. when you're famous. They see you and they already know who you are. They already want to come up and start talking to you. And you're, you automatically just naturally push that away because you're mm. like, I don't, I don't know you. Why are you coming up to my table? I'm eating lunch, you know? Yeah. It's, it's just going to be a weird scenario. And so we then feel some sort of connection at a, at a different level, more at a base level because, well, I, I fuck with your music. So you kind of hold my values, even though you don't necessarily know their values, but you just feel like you should kind of like when you were at school and I was thinking about this. It's like, I'm so glad we didn't have all this crap when I was young, I would not have anywhere near as many experiences with cool people as I did when I did, if I knew all the stuff that would probably be out now, had we had Facebook in 19, right. you know, 90, whatever. Um, what was happening? Partying of R. Kelly. <laughs> Exactly. I don't want to know any of that stuff. I don't want to know nothing about you. Just, I don't just let's we're partying. I don't need and, and even back then it's like, you didn't even tell people who you voted for. Now it's mm. like, ah, I support him. And if you support him, then you're a fucking asshole. You know, it's like, that's cool that you support him. I don't need to know that. That's yeah. Cool that yourself. I don't need to know what kind of milk you drink. And if I drink, uh, Almond milk, does that, well, you don't drink real milk and, you know, or you drink real milk, you know, well, do you know that you're not a cow? It's like, why does there always have to be this, this combative nature, you know, yeah. so divisive. It's like, fuck off. Just let me be me and I'll let yeah. you be you, you know? But I guess that just stems from insecurity, you know, just like, no, we all have to think the same. And it's just, I think that's the thing. I think, and also I, I do feel, well, a little maybe sorry for sure well just like i find like her situation is quite contradictory because as you said she's on this show called the talk mm -hmm. so it's like yeah like be, have your unique voice but oh wait wait you know and that's actually it's not like she said i don't think she said anything wrong it's just she's just sided with somebody who's been deemed to like you know become a bit unpopular i mean it's pathetic really just like allow for for diversity of opinions as long as this can be like justified somewhat and it's not you know fueled by hatred yeah that doesn't exist it's not allowed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's not allowed everyone has to be in alignment or else we can't you can't sit next to me you know yeah i can't nazi regime exactly you can't do it if we're not all the same or we're not all on the same page about everything Mm. Of, of importance i mean if you want to go to mcdonald's and i want to go to burger king no one's really going to care um oh, at least not McDonald's yet is better, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah if you like shit burgers but um that's the thing it's like everyone can find something to pick at something else and it's all mm. a matter of how important is it and why do you why do we have i think when we had these things like twitter that came out and now everybody is having conversations with real people that they've never met before and they'll never yeah. meet. And they're having these conversations that they would never have with these people in person. Yeah. Like you would never say some of these things that you would say to these people in person. Mm. I said something on, on someone's, uh, in a Facebook group that I, I, I still have an account so that I can monitor the podcast channel. And 
but I'm part of like a car group just because I always have questions about shit that I need to fix on my car and what's the best, you know, radio or whatever. And this guy in some other country, um, in the, somewhere in the far, in the Middle East, he says, what's this light mean? And everyone says it's time for an oil change or, or he responded, actually, it's, it, it's, it's a oil change time. And I said, no, it's not. It's hammer time. And I put up a, <laughs> I put up a gift exactly of hammer doing his little shit. And he says, he responded, um, he basically called me a motherfucker. Right. What? Yeah. Not that even was his, like motherfucker. But no, motherfucker. he was like, yeah. he's like, whatever, motherfucker, or something like that. And I said, and I'm like, all right, I'm I'm trolling his response. You know, I'm just trying That's to That's funny. It's like exactly. it's not mean exactly. or anything so i'm like so all i said was don't call me a motherfucker unless you find my shoes under your mother's bed hey <laughs> he didn't know how to deal with that right he didn't know how to deal with it and everyone's like ha 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 they thought it was funny and then he deleted the comments because he felt like a dumbass now you know so mm. it's like i just don't understand why people feel like they can just say whatever they want and online the, the the speech is is somewhat free but it's even now being to a point where you have like you know where you, donald trump loses his twitter account you know or or whoever else you know loses their youtube channel alex jones or you know lewis farrakhan whoever you're not allowed to say certain things if you're not in alignment with what they call community guidelines but what they really mean is their their uh, their culture you know mm. and that's fine to me because it's fine to an extent because it's their platform it's like coming to my house you know yeah. it's like my ex-wife her dad used to come and argue with my mother-in-law i'm like mm. you guys need to take that shit to your house you know? <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> don't fucking come to my house with this bullshit you know it's like we want to bring the negative vibes here so we <laughs> keep you. the positive vibes back here Thank right you. like no fuck that you guys go home and fight all you want here it's just love peace and hair grease but that's that's not the case with these online platforms and people, yeah people need to respect that but it's um i find that i worry about it because once we start to separate everybody into these groups then you can't really watch them so if i've taken all of the the trump supporters out of twitter for example and made them all go to that website then ah, okay. I don't know what they're up to now, right? I like yeah, my, yeah. my my racist right in my face. I like yeah. to know. Yeah, so like you know what's know. coming yeah. rather than like in secret. Like, exactly. yeah, exactly. I like to know that that guy that lives next door to me or that's coming to my car meet does not like gay people or does not like women or whatever the case may be. I, I need to know what kind of what kind of spice they're bringing to the party. Mm. And when you start to separate people and make them go to their own little pockets, they start plotting. Like you said, Sharon and, and Piers Morgan will probably have their own TV show. They probably would. And it will probably thrive because people mm. people want to see what Piers Morgan has to say. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, but also, why is that? Because I think a lot of people agree with what he said as right. well so therefore yeah i just I, I don't i just don't really understand the big issue here well the issue anyway. is that we've created a culture where we have made it acceptable some i don't know where it started but we made it acceptable for us to say that's not what i like that's not right and i'm gonna comment on it 
And, mm. and then people said, yeah, you know what? I think it had to do with the groups. It has to do with the groups. So once you create these things called groups online, everybody that likes cats is in this group. And that's Don't cool. talk about dogs. Right. Yeah. You're like, yeah. And if I went into a cat group and I'm like, oh, I fucking hate cats. You know, they're, they're so antisocial and a dog is so much more of a better pet. I can take it for a walk. It's going to bark if somebody comes to the house. It's not going to, you know, claw up my furniture. It's not going to mark piss all over the place when it's a male because it's putting it center, you know, and then I would be destroyed by the entire group. Yeah, that's and I think that's what happened. And it's moved where these groups then sought out other groups. Yeah. Or 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 maybe it wasn't that, but maybe it was just people that should have said what they wanted to say in their private group in public. And that's when they were Mm. posting on their Facebook wall or Twitter. You know, I don't like cats because then the cat people are like kind of like the Netflix program. Don't. Is it don't, don't fuck, fuck with cats? With cats. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's like one person got a hold of it. Here comes the whole kitty cat yeah. brigade yeah. to fucking destroy you. So are you kind of saying, which actually I, I agree with, that in a way we should allow everybody to voice their opinions, despite how abhorrent they might be for safety purposes in a way, because otherwise we're going to drive them underground and therefore we can't monitor them. So it's better to, we can like, for example, I don't know, the forces that be could be like, right, okay, we, we're aware of this group and they're, you know, being racist. And so we can, and you know, we can like infiltrate and all this kind of stuff and keep an eye on it otherwise. And then anything else, it's like, okay, fine people are allowed to have differences of opinion but i think the problem it just really reminds me of my mum and i like sometimes we're discussing something and i actually don't like to discuss things with her too much because i think there's a quote i came across and it's just like don't bother having um conversations with somebody if they don't have an open mind because mm-hmm. even if you're revealing new facts and putting them like laying them down at their feet you know like oh did it they, if they don't have an open mind, out of stubbornness and ignorance or whatever pride, they would just stick to their position and they would never go, ah, interesting. I, you know, I'm going to reflect on that. Yeah, maybe that's going to have a bearing on, like, you know, on what I thought. So I don't know. I feel, what is the answer? People become more confident. People become more, you need to become more educated, <laughs> have balanced views. Sometimes it's okay to say, I don't know, or I don't know, have enough facts at my disposal to have an informed opinion. No. I'll come back to you. <laughs> People, then I'm stupid and nobody wants to be stupid or they don't want to be yeah. perceived as stupid. And that's the problem yeah. with, with aliens in the government. And they're never going to it, it, it just flat out say, okay, yeah, we had alien technology because you've yeah. been, you're now you're a liar and you've been lying for decades 60 years you've had roswell stuff and you've been lying to us for over half a century now yeah. we can't trust you at all and when we didn't really trust you before now you've been keeping something secret from us so monumental that fuck you i can't trust you with anything so but then at the same time it's like we know he's like you know we know that you've been lying yeah it's just come clean now, just like to us. And now I feel like I trust you more. 
Because if you keep denying it, I mean, given that COVID disclosure coming up soon, I mean, it's going to be so <laughs> underwhelming. I'll be like, guys, gonna, uh, redact, yeah, we know. Redact. redact yeah, redact. yeah. I'm going to tell you shit. They don't have to. And it's not the government that's really in control of all of that stuff. It's these alleged cabals that run all of it. And they, I don't know, I'm not, I'm not going down that rabbit hole. But um, I think keeping people in the, in the, in the, public view is handy you, it, here's a perfect example of why it needs to happen you have these these um supremacist groups that have these gatherings where they even just where they these musicians take take have concerts and so on they don't announce where this show is going to be until mm. the night of the show because they don't want infiltration there's this group called rahoa and i think it's I don't think they're American, but it's an acronym for racial holy war, right? So, because I'm very much into knowing what the fuck bad is out there, yeah. I, I dig into all this shit because I need to know. Like, if I see a tattoo that says '88 on it, I don't, I don't fuck with that guy because he's a fucking Nazi. You know, stay away from people. You need to know. There's stuff right in your face a lot of times. Mm. You don't even know what you're looking at. Mm. These are dangerous people. Um, don't think that everybody around you is like happy to see you because they're not. <laughs> they're definitely not. And these people are out there. They're out there everywhere, you know? So if we can keep them at least somewhat out, we know what they're talking about to an extent. Otherwise, they they get all underground and the next thing you know, there's 50 million people walking down your street, you know, holding a rally or some shit, so. But um, Donald Trump, he's starting a... a, a, a what is he starting? Is it a TV network or something? Or, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, funded by the Russians. Right. So that's a perfect example. Um, I don't think it's a TV show. I thought it was. Uh, what, from prison? Like, what's happening there? Why is he not in prison? Why is he not being. Yeah, why he is wants, he not on trial? Uh, he wants to start his own network, apparently. Um, it's like to start his. A new TV show following his loss to Biden. He previously hosted The Apprentice. Da, 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 da. But I know he was talking about starting a news network. But I think he's going to start something. And people are going to watch it. So much like the Pierce Morgan potential show with Sharon, it's yeah. going to be hugely popular. It's going to be hugely popular with his supporters. Yeah. And it's going to be watched by his detractors they're going to want to know what the fuck he's up to yeah and what he's saying and what he's putting out there and this is why he got yanked off social media because they could see what he was saying and they're like yeah you're incendiary you're a very polarizing individual people are storming the capitol building because of things that you maybe because of things you said mm. we, we can't have that and we're going to yank you so We'll see what happens with him, but I I don't I don't think that anyone should be uh, have their option to say what they want to say taken away from them. Yeah, I I don't know. It's really quite hard to kind of balance out, really, because at the end of the day, I think at the end of the day, people who affiliate with a certain message will find other people in that camp somehow. So in a way, yeah, as you said, like just have it out there in the public. 
out, you know, like in the open so people can see. Um, but yeah, and like let the idiots, like for example, in the case of Donald Trump, like tune in if they want, and then like let the people who are more educated, he just want to do it as a form of like uh, keeping an eye on him. I'm going to have a laugh, sure, but it's hard. It's hard to say. It's a slippery slope, you know. It's because the world is very complicated. Yeah. The world is extraordinarily complicated. I was watching this documentary, which I, I probably told you about, and I still recommend it to everybody that's listening. It's called um, Can't Get You Out of My Head or Can't Get You Out of My Mind, one of the two. Um, so I'm going to find it really quickly. But it's... Oh, the stupid Mac. It's about... It's a documentary about... Um, conspiracies, artificial intelligence, uh, money, you know, ghosts of empires is done by this guy named uh, Adam Curtis. And it was it's on BBC, but the documentary was absolutely ridiculously good. Like I started to watch it again. I enjoyed it that Mm. much. It's like about six or seven episodes. Um, Yeah, it just came out this year. And I think I saw it on Netflix. It's six episodes. But what it did was, is it it basically was talking about how we got to where we are today. And they go back to, you know, the communist China with Mao and, you know, his his wife and how she came up in the theater and how she ended up being an perceived as a dangerous influence on Mao. So they took her out of, you know, the and put her far away. And, you know, and she ended up coming back with a vengeance. And I don't want to give too much away, but and then they start talking about these guys that were implanting the seeds of conspiracy and saying, well, the Illuminati is this and they're doing that. And they really weren't. And then people were starting to then it just it just branched off. And people started taking that and saying, well, this is the Illuminati's doing this, that, and the other. And they, it's really crazy documentary. And it's not like it's a documentary where they have, we cover China in this episode. The second episode is about conspiracies. The next one's about artificial intelligence. They jump in between all of it through all six episodes. And at the end, they're tying it up and they're saying, well, why can't we just have people not talk and act like idiots? And why can't we just have everybody be housed and fed because the world is too complicated. You can't, you can't fix everything. Everything can't be fixed. And we just have to get our heads around that. And when you start to experience this, this is when I start to bubble up or bubble in and you just don't want to, you become very insular. We're like America. I become like America. (laughs) I don't want to leave the fucking house. And I had this thought yesterday, I think. And I forget what it was. Um, oh, it was psilocybin day. So I'm like, I'm going to, it's time to expand the mind day and eat some mushrooms. And I'm like, I should go out for a walk. It's really nice out. It's like 70 degrees out. But then I'm like, I don't feel safe outside. I feel safe in my house because the environment is completely controlled here. I could mm. fall down the stairs and break my neck. Yeah, sure. But that's less likely to to have a dangerous outcome if I'm in the house versus out on the street with crazy people, potentially. You never know who's out there because it's a very complicated society that we're in. Um, True, but you've got to be 
balanced you know i think no, of course i'm not saying yeah, be yeah, a hermit yeah. don't ever okay, leave I'm your like, house go no, for the walk. no okay. come on i mean <laughs> if, if you're on mind altering chemicals it's best to be in a controlled environment or if yeah. you're i wasn't with i was by myself so it's not like mm. if i was with somebody and they're like oh yeah we should probably cross the street here comes a pit bull or something you know you're gonna freak out but i know you're afraid of dogs something like that if i don't see that dog then i'm afraid of dogs and then all of a sudden there's that dog and i have a, a nervous breakdown i should have kept my ass at home you know so there's, yeah there's always okay, yeah. circumstances that take place but um so good luck to Sharon Osborne. I heard that Meghan Markle might be running for president. Oh my god, just go away. Oh, I really can't stand her. I never could actually, to be honest. And I'm just like, and now she's done that interview. It's like, we love the queen, we love the queen. Uh, she's my bestie, but we're just gonna like basically tear down everything she stands for. I mean. And like, oh, I just can't, like Prince Harry, oh my God, you are such a little bitch in this. I just can't even <laughs> cope with it, you know. And um, I just want to go back to what you're saying. I just feel, unfortunately, we're all, you know, we are, you know, just not to get all like ayahuasca and like energy, whatever. But we are all one, but we have these perceived barriers of ego and um that's harming everything and like yeah i really feel we have enough resources enough money enough everything in the world where we could have equality but obviously that is not in the interests of a lot of people they always need to have the upper hand that's a hierarchy and it's just sadly bollocks and like unfortunately if we could only arm people at least people with good education not everybody would take advantage of that opportunity it would really see a lot more equality in the world but it's tough. Happy Easter. Happy Easter, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's April Fool's Day. April 1st. I should be out pranking people. This is probably one of the few years I've not actually gone out and caused havoc. Um, I have to bring it back next year. When I used to work in the restaurants, I used to take, uh, <laughs> I used to piss people off. I used to put water in the top of the salt shakers on an April Fool's Day because yeah. it, it makes the salt hard and then you can't get it out of the shaker. <laughs> they would just stab it and then take it off take it and then, uh, shh, salt goes everywhere oh my goodness oh, yeah. mad. <laughs> asshole um yeah that was fun fun times so yeah monetary speech or else be canceled we're having social credit scores actually which are going to be coming we should we should talk about that at, at some point um like that black mirror episode yeah it's like, oh you want to live here well what's your social media rating it's, yep. it's happened it's i was watching something on a different uh on a news program where they were talking about the banks there was like a financial summit recently and the banks were talking about Essentially, if your business, and then it obviously trickles down to the consumer level, if your business isn't in alignment with climate, uh, I'm trying to think of the, I'm not really into the- like Environmentally friendly measures or something yeah, like that? Basically, yeah, basically, yeah. Okay. If you're not down with that, your rating, your ability to get money goes down because mm. we, you're not, you're a risk. You're a problem for society because you're not helping us basically advance society in a healthy, clean way. Yeah. And that's what we're trying to move forward with globally. And you're, you're on this 
fossil fuel coal train or whatever you want to call it. And yeah. we're not going to give you money. And it's going to be part of your social credit score. Yeah. Again, again. And it went, it went far, far uh, deeper than that, but that alone is huge. And these are the banks that are saying, oh yeah, we're down with that. And, and it didn't make any sense because there seemed to be zero correlation between what it is they do as a company versus what it is that they're standing on. I, I was lost with that one. Well, no, I mean, I understand, like on a surface level, I think that's a very good initiative. But then I, you know, I think you have to find out as to why the company isn't embracing kind of uh, climate friendly measures. You know, what are the reasons? I, you know, if they have valid reasons and it's going to be a longer transition for them, then, you know, that shouldn't necessarily penalize them. But uh, yeah, I'd have to know more details about it. Yeah, it should, I don't think it should affect me, though, as, as an individual, as to my ability to get a loan or something like that, because I'm... Oh, you think this is, that's how it's going to translate oh, to absolutely. individual basis? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It's, it's going to be based off everything that I do from like the car that I drive. Volkswagen was toying with the idea of changing their name to Volkswagen, V-O-L-T-S wagon. Because they're only going to be making electric cars. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're we're at a point where they want zero emissions by like very soon, eight eight nine years. Mm. So that what does that mean for me, right? Having a a car that runs off off uh, fossil fuels, off petrol, the combustion engine, right? Yeah. So does that mean because they're not going to supply gasoline anymore? Is it going to be ten dollars a gallon because it's going to be trying to get you to not have these types of vehicles i mean that's crazy to think mm. what's going to happen to all these cars what's going to happen to people that can't afford an electric car and then i think that's the thing like the government will have to have initiatives to help people if that's they if they want but like good ones <laughs> not just like exactly like you've got a car you know if you can sell it blah 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 then we will do i and then we'll give you an some supports by but yeah it's complicated because exactly like you can't just penalize people you can't afford to um you know to embrace the measures mm. on the other hand you could say well we need more rich people in the world because these cars are safer and if you can't afford it you shouldn't be driving i think that's where they well we're going to put you on the carbon-free emission bus mm. no driving for you Wow. God, just imagine like where you drive. Wow. You must be loaded. You're yeah, rich. that could be. Yeah, yeah. You're rich. You've got an electric car that it's got about to be you guys did you guys ever have the Yugo over here? There was this piece of shit car <laughs> called I the called the Yugo. Oh my god. Yeah. Back in the eighties, it was made in Yugoslavia and it was this super ugly car but it was super cheap. So like you, they sold, um, they didn't sell a lot of them. It was, a, it was available in the US from 85 to 92 apparently. And they only sold about 140,000 of them. And um, I remember it, it was popular because it was so affordable. So it's like, you can buy a brand new car for, but it's, it looked kind of like an old Pojo 308 or something, but, um, is super super ugly. Let me see if I can put it up on the screen here so you can see it. But so you uh, go, you ugly. <laughs> yeah. So that's a that's a you go, and 
I mean, people were buying them because it was yeah. this, this, uh, this, yeah, you know, this is square. It got like no miles to the gallon or no, it got probably got quite a good gas mileage because it was like probably like a 1.0 liter engine, which is mm. absolutely useless in America. But um, I think we might be going down that route where they'll have like these ultra cheap electric cars. And the problem with this is that a lot of people don't seem to address or actually very few people. Where do you think that electricity comes from? It comes from a, a factory that is burning coal to produce electricity so you can charge your freaking car. So that's so, the thing, isn't it? We have to make sure that the electricity is coming from a sustainable, environmentally friendly source. Otherwise, it's just dirty electricity. You're getting, it's yeah. the same thing. Is so it? They, really? They I thought just... about like Norway and like, I don't know, they're doing things of like off the coast, they're using like, is it like what's the like the water power hydro hydrolyric I don't know, like wave power or something? Ben, are they? I, I don't. You're <laughs> like I don't, I are don't they, know. Jenny? Are I they? don't know. <laughs> 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 I don't know. We'll have to uh, keep an eye on that and um, see what what develops. So we got to get out of here. Um, J Rai over there has to go and do leopard print outfit modeling or whatever she's right. doing this afternoon. I, go, I wish that was my job. <laughs> <laughs> um, don't forget to uh, rate, review, subscribe, check us out all over the place, wherever you check podcasts out. And um, yeah, we'll see you when we see you. Thanks for listening. Thank you.